Well, hello and welcome once again to the Goat Cloud Google Hangout on SEO tips, marketing, internet marketing, advertising, all the things that you want to do online to successfully promote your enterprise, whether it's a business, whether you're a nonprofit, whether you're an individual with a hankering to get your information out there. This podcast broadcast is going to help you to take care of this type of online stuff. My name is Cliff Rohde, and I am the Chief Executive GOAT of GOAT Cloud Communications. So welcome. Uh, I'm delighted to see you, all of you, especially you right there. Now let me tell you a little bit about the format of this Hangout. Number one is that you can ask questions if you want to. You have to be logged in live, of course, to be doing that. And um, you can just post your questions, and I will get to them in order. So that's fantastic. Um, if you're watching this taped, which many people do, um, you can simply send me an email message if you have a question and if it's uh, you know something that I can answer, I will try to address it at the next uh, Goat Cloud Hangout. Now, if you are watching this right now, please kindly do me the favor and tweet about it, write about it, status update about it, uh, give it the old hashtag SEO Goat. As far as I know, I am the only SEO goat out there, and so I'm delighted to be referenced in that way. Why not? Goats are pretty terrific creatures. I hope you agree. Now, today is May 16th, 2014, so happy upcoming Memorial Day to you. We're not going to be broadcasting again before Memorial Day. Happy Niska Day to you. Now, if you don't know what Niska Day is, uh, it is a celebration of all things Niska Yuna, which is a small town in upstate New York a suburb of Schenectady and uh, where my wife and I happen to live and she mentioned that we did that because it's easier to spell than Schenectady. Um, actually, that's a little joke. I don't know which one is harder to spell. So, uh, let's see. Without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about GoCloud and about me. Um, I'm sorry, I'm adjusting some papers here. You might be able to hear that and you can see me distractedly not looking at the camera. Now I am again. Um, <clears throat> Goat Cloud Communications believes strongly, I believe strongly in giving something, a little something at least, back. Um, we do it by donating a portion of our profits to organizations that in turn donate goats to communities in need worldwide. Um, but you can do that, or you can find something else to do um, that is of value to, gosh, your own community. Uh, go pick up some trash or something. We believe in something, giving something back, we hope you do too. So, with that said, let's talk about our last Hangout. At the last Hangout we had, um, we started talking about um, SEO tools. These are, uh, for the uninitiated, SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. Um, it is the tips and trick, tick, uh, techniques, tricks that you can do, not really tricks, but anyway, the steps you can take to make sure that you get a little love or a lot of love from search engines, which in turn will help to generate uh, traffic to your website. By and large, people who want a website also want to have traffic to that website. makes a lot of sense. And so uh, you want the search engines to know about your website and you want them to know the right things about your website. And so SEO is the art and science of making sure that websites are uh, acknowledged by search engines. Now, 
keep in mind um, that at the end of the day what we're talking about here is really the type of experience that the visitor to your website has because if you give a positive experience to your visitor chances are um, search engines will reward you because the search engines will know that you're delivering a positive experience to your visitor how are they going to know that well they're going to know about things like navigational ease whether there are a lot of dead links on your website whether the website content is fresh and changing all the time whether it's unique uh, worth a read whether there's cool images or audio or video on your website whether the website renders fast um, I think I said whether the site is easy to navigate there are a lot of different steps you can take to do that so if you deliver all those things to your visitor well the visitor is going to be having a good experience and frankly the search engines are going to understand that too so they are going to be delivering people to your doorstep and, and that is what we want so with that background at the last um, time we did our hangout I encourage you to take a look at it we looked at a couple of free tools and we actually ran out of time um, so I'm going to talk about some more tools today that you can use to do it yourself um, to check up on what your vendor is doing for you but in any event the the tools that we talked about last time were um, GT metrics uh, metrics is with an X at the end um, that's a place you can go to see how fast your site is rendering they offer all sorts of incredible tips on what to do if your site is not too fast Sucuri which is S-U-C-U-R-I um, which will help you to identify whether or not there's any bad stuff on your website malware if hackers have gotten in and somehow infected your site with stuff that doesn't belong there um, that's a great place to check um, and then also uh, finally what we looked at was MX toolbox um, which is just a place that's dot uh, com it's a fabulous website to where you can um, research all sorts of information about your website or anybody else's website for that matter to find out um, where it is, what it is, who owns it, stuff like that. Um, and these, this is all useful information when it comes to visitor experience. Useful information as well uh, when it comes to search engines. So, um, you know, I, I did mention free. Did I say that? Free. By the way, all these tools are free. And so, you know, there's just so much available on the web for free. Strongly encourage you to check it out. Um, now, does it require a little bit of technical knowledge? Maybe. <clears throat> depends on the service that it is and uh, there are some that are pretty intuitive pretty easy to use there are some that are a little trickier you just you know you gotta see um, what the case may be so <clears throat> before I uh, kinda launch into the services we're going to talk about today I like to give a little bit of news about what's going on on the internet a couple of things to think about um, one is that um, the FCC Federal Communications Commission is dealing with a really hot-button issue in the internet world right now called net neutrality um, and that question kind of boils down to what obligation internet service providers if you happen to be in the upstate uh, New York region capital district you're talking about Time Warner Cable maybe Verizon Fios uh, maybe you get DSL service from Verizon um, there might be some other providers out there but anyway those are internet service providers they're delivering um, internet service to your home. There's a question about whether they have to treat all providers of content equally um, and there are always uh, kind of uh, proposals out there floating around to make what's called a tiered internet basically meaning that the big boys or girls can pay to the internet service providers to make sure that their content is favorited um, so that it gets there faster 
than content, perhaps from the little guys like me, perhaps like you. If you have a website out there and you want it to be delivered on equal footing with all other providers of content, then you ought to be against um, any attempt to limit net neutrality. <clears throat> so check out the proposed rulemaking. Provide comments. You know, the FCC, they, they take them into consideration. Prior life of mine, I was a communications lawyer, and uh, I know that the FCC does listen to, uh, to the voice of the public, so go ahead and do that. Now, a second one, which is kind of interesting, second bit of news, is that Google uh, was just ordered in Europe by, I think it was the European Court of Human Rights, although don't quote me on that, that they actually have to go in and delete information. Um, uh, in this case, it was on a newspaper website. The newspaper website refused to delete this information. That was all true, uh, but it was damaging to the person or the person who was subject to the, the, the newspaper article thought it was damaging. And so they went uh, to the court, and the court ordered Google to eliminate that content from its search results. Now, I, I can't anticipate that anything like that would happen in the United States, but there's a really interesting question, you know, in this uh, day and age about privacy and what uh, responsibility to do search engines have um, to really kind of shield information that is freely available on the Internet um, from users of that search engine. So we'll see how that develops. I'm sure the court case is not completely done. Um, but just sort of an interesting curio. And now speaking of Google, and then I promise we're going to be talking about free SEO tools. May 21, if you happen to be in the Capital District uh, on May 21, Goat Cloud is going to be putting together with the good people at Knott Street Office a Google Partners event um, at 2215 Knott Street in Niskayuna or Schenectady, depending on how you like to uh, slice up that mail address. <clears throat> at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and so there are going to be a series of webcast presentations from the folks at Google that provide services to small businesses. Now, um, Goat Cloud is a Google partner, and so what that means is that if the, our clients want to make use of Google services, we can help them really maximize the use of Google services. What Google services are out there, well really like the big one of course is Google AdWords where you can do online advertising. You know, Google makes billions of dollars on that. Um, but there are also other tools that Google uses that are free that I use all the time and my clients use all the time like Google Webmaster Tools, um, uh, Google Analytics, um, and these are services that allow you to learn a little bit more information um, about your website and really helpful stuff. So if you're into uh, using Google, if you're well Googled or if you want to get Googled um, for your small business or small nonprofit, then by all means come to our website. Uh, there's a link there to sign up for the event on May 21st and we'd love to have you. I actually have some Google swag to give out. I'm not going to disclose what it is. Um, there will be refreshments available at no charge. There is absolutely no cost uh, for that event. So hope you can make it. Now, let's talk about some additional uh, free SEO tools, as I promised. Um, now, we covered about three of them last time. I'm going to cover about three of them this time. And you can kind of see me looking off to the side of the screen here. It's because I'm looking at a computer screen. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to uh, share a screen with the viewers. So while some people might listen to this as a podcast, um, you will get something out of it still if you're just listening, but you probably want to check in and take a look at it because we're going to be looking at some screens um, about these uh, free SEO tools and, and how to get to them. Okay, without further ado, 
I am going to go to the screen share, and you're not going to see me in just a second, and you're going to see a screen that I am sharing. Okay, there we go. Now, hopefully you can still hear me. Um, you just can't see me, and maybe that's even better. So the first tool that we're going to talk about, free SEO tool, is called Marketing Grader. It is at marketing.grader.com. It is put out by the good people at HubSpot. Um, HubSpot has a lot of great information for people who are um, looking to do marketing on their own. I, I, I get their stuff all the time, find it very useful. I rebroadcast it all the time. So one of their great services is this Marketing Grader. And so what I've done, if you go to marketinggrader.com, what you do is you plug in your uh, website address and you give your email address so you're going to get additional emails from HubSpot. But then it kind of spits out a quick list um, of information about your website that's really useful. It kind of it points out information uh, about things that you're doing well and things that you really could uh, stand to uh, make some improvements on. So I typed in my website, goatcloud.com, and look, I got 73 out of 100. Boo for me, but I'll tell you one of the reasons why that is that I'm spending time uh, dedicating efforts towards my clients more than me. I'm certainly going to take a look at this and see what they suggest. Now, and I will say too that I found sometimes um, that they do not eh, capture it exactly right. Remember, this is not a human being that's looking at your website and spending some time on it. This is like an automatic uh, machine-generated report. There's still value in it, um, but sometimes it gets it just a little bit wrong. So I'm looking at the overall score. It gives me a 73. It says blogging here. I've got two incomplete checklist items. So you can click on that and say read more. Well, what did I miss? Add social sharing buttons to your blog. Okay. Um, and add social subscription options to your blog. Well, here's the thing about that. I actually have both of those things on my website. I'm not certain why HubSpot didn't find it, but it gave me a lower grade because um, it, it couldn't find them. Now, I will say that those types of social sharing issues are critical for your website. You want to make sure that your website uh, very well enables people to um, share the content on your site. I mean, the, the website or the web is all about sharing information these days, right? Everybody hopes that whatever their content is, that it goes viral and you get thousands or millions of visitors or viewers or watchers, what have you. Um, that doesn't happen all the time, to be sure. But nevertheless, um, enabling your website to facilitate sharing is a really good idea um, because people will take content that they like and they will share it um, with others um, on the web. They might do it through social media. Um, you know, there are all different ways to share content these days. They might do their own blog post um, and put something up there. So now I'm going to go to social media. Uh, what do they give me? Oh, they gave me three out of three there. Okay, well that's terrific. So what they've shown, they're showing here, kind of, is that one. This little orange button is that I have an RSS feed. Excellent. Um, that's where people can subscribe to the content if they want to in a feed reader, uh, like Feedly or something like that. Um, I have a Twitter account that's linked here. If it, as you can see, if you kind of look down the lower left-hand side of the screen. Um, HubSpot is correctly picking up that as I hover over the, the Twitter image, lower left hand it shows that it's my GoCloud Go Twitter account. Um, I also have a Facebook account for my business called GoCloud. And then also, you know, I have others, Google+, Pinterest. Um, 
it's a good idea to maximize the use of social media uh, along with uh, having an excellent website, of course, because that maximizes your online presence. Now, I will tell you, though, that if you are just setting up social media and you never intend to go on there, be careful. Because uh, if you set up social media sites and you never visit them, never attend to them, um, it will look like a graveyard and people will wonder if you are actually out there because some people, you know, well, they're never going to click through um, to your website. They're only going to see what is on your social account. So beware um, if you're not going to participate. You know, you might want to think about, honestly, does it make sense even to participate in a social account um, if for some reason, you know, you're not going to participate at all. So let's see in what it says about SEO. Um, it gave me three out of three on that. Authoritative pages linking to you. That's a really uh, kind of critical notion. That Those are called backlinks as well. Um, it's an indicator to search engines that other people find your website of value. So one of the things that we always encourage people to do is make sure um, that they have links uh, from uh, other websites. And there are different ways um, that you can do that. Um, you can go out and make those links yourself. You can post uh, comments on other people's blogs or on newspaper websites, comment on news stories if it has relevance to your business, um, but get those links back to you. Um, I think that uh, there was a big part of SEO not so long ago, and I think plenty of people are still doing that today, where uh, people try to guest post or uh, really get a lot of backlinks uh, in really kind of sketchy ways to my mind. You got to be careful with that because if you have um, bad backlinks, uh, Google will in fact punish you. Here's some other checklist items. Add all tags to your images. Um, Google, uh, the search engines cannot see what your image is. They don't understand the image by just looking at it. So you actually have to imbue uh, word uh, characteristics with that image and the most important way perhaps to do that is with alt what are called alt tags um, that is subject for another uh, podcast and in fact I have talked about this go look through my uh, archives and you'll find um, one where we talked about how to optimize images for your website use page titles uh, without your company name if you go page titles or if you go up here and see what the page title is like this one says goatcloud.com free website review, HubSpot marketing guide, right? Those are the page titles that the search engines see. You want to make sure you have a unique page title for absolutely um, every uh, page that you have up on your website. And really, you want to have it be talking about the substance of your website, not about your company name. Chances are, if you have a website and people do a search for your company name, you're gonna, they're going to find you because you have, um, at minimum, information about your company on the website. And also, hopefully, um, you've gone through, and we're going to talk about this, gone through some local uh, business directories and, and gotten some listings there as well. Unique page descriptions. Every page on your website needs to have a unique description. You have about 150, 160, maybe 170 characters to talk about whatever it is that's on that page. Search engines want to know, so make sure you do that. Um, I'm going to click here through to mobile device preview. Now, it says, well, it gave me two for two on the checklist. It's not showing the mobile, um, what it looks like, kind of a preview. Um, but um, this shows you, uh, if you look at the checklist on Marketing Grader, whether or not you have um, the proper CSS 
um, which is the, the, the style sheet coding for your website, whether it will render appropriately for mobile devices, um, whether it will be uh, responsive, whether your website is responsive. Um, so that is just beyond critical. Making sure that your website looks good, is easy to navigate, is fast on mobile devices, especially for local businesses because um, more and more people are using their smartphones and tablets and remember they're using them not just when they're on the go. How many times have you sat on your couch and uh, looked at your smartphone or your tablet? Well that's considered a mobile viewer. Um, you want to make sure you have a good website there but also um, people increasingly, um, I think it's even a majority of local searches, well let me say it another way, uh, a majority in fact of local searches for uh, on phones um, are for local business information. So you want to make sure that your local business information shows up on that. So marketing greater, uh, marketing.greater.com. Check it out. All right, I'm getting rid of that one. Now the next one I want to go to because I kind of talked about this a little bit is um, local uh, local search local business directories. There are various names for this. Um, another one, uh, boy, there are all sorts of different websites that have information about local businesses. Here are some of the important ones. Google Plus, super important. Facebook, really important. Um, others that you might want to think about too. Yelp, Foursquare, depending on your business, really important. Uh, LinkedIn, you should have a company page for LinkedIn. Um, and then also there are also uh, or there are the other directories that are out there that are kind of more traditional but now have an online presence or some that are strictly speaking uh, online and that's like yellowpages.com, superpages.com, manta.com, merchantcircle.com, etc. Um, you want to make sure that you have a business listing at those places um, because if you don't then people will not be able to find you. Now not everybody um, goes to Google for a search and also um, if you have business directory listings on these other places it's going to be sending information essentially back to Google that says hey Google this or Google is understanding that this company has taken the time to go out and generate listings all across the internet so they are for real business so absolutely you gotta go out and get especially the important ones now I'm going to add here, uh, we're going to search my company, Go Cloud Communications, on Moz Local. It's moz.com slash local. Now this one is um, a little bit different in the sense that Moz Local, it's pretty inexpensively priced and it allows you, so I guess it's not totally free. The research is free, but actually um, changing some information here is not completely free. This is potentially problematic. You can see on this screen that I've got three separate listings here. You want to have, this is called NAP information, name, address, and phone number. You want it to be consistent across the entire internet. So I've got some work to do here. Um, you can see that in two instances it's Go Cloud Communications LLC, which is the correct name of the business. Um, in one it leaves the LLC off. Don't want to have that. You can see also that in two cases it says Schenectady, one time it has a street address, one time it does not. Got to avoid that. Another time, um, we have a Niskayuna versus Schenectady. This is what I was talking about before. The post office can never understand whether this is this address is Schenectady 
or whether it's Niskayuna, which unfortunately creates some problems for my local business directories. Uh, local business, I'm sorry, directory listings. So you want to make sure um, that you go in um, and ensure that you are adding consistent information across every business directory that you uh, place your information on. Now I want to tell you something else, which is with local business directories, even if you have not entered information in the local business directory, there very well may be business directory information about you there. Um, because the, there are data aggregators, and that's what Moz Local works with if you do their paid service, um, that collect this information and send it out. And so it could be wrong information. At minimum, you want to go to the most important uh, local business directory listings, and those are some of the ones that I indicated, um, and make sure that your listings are correct. Okay. That's Moz Local and local business directories generally. Um, that's pretty critical for, for, for search engine optimization. So now, why am I at the Washington Post? I'm really not at the Washington Post specifically for this website. Um, why I'm at this website is because you can maybe see down below the URL, down below the main menu, you can see uh, this other tab, which is information that is being delivered from what is called a... Um, a, a Chrome extension. Chrome is the browser I'm using made by Google and the extension is called SEO Quake. Now, SEO Quake is a great little free extension that allows you to get information about any kind of website, any website that's out there. Um, it it uh, provides a whole bunch of data on SEO characteristics or characteristics that matter for SEO. I'm just going to hit refresh on this screen so we can see some of the data that pops up. Um, one of the things, I was looking at this earlier, it's called PageRank, Google PageRank. Um, Washington Post is incredibly high. Google has a PageRank from uh, 0 to 10, and well, it's not showing right now, but this page before was showing a PageRank of 8. Um, most websites you're going to see out there are not that. <clears throat> one of the things I like about SEO Quake is not just gathering information kind of at top level. Look, there are a bunch of numbers here. You can probably see them on your screen. Uh, they might be a little bit hard to read. Um, if you see them, you'll wonder what they are, but you can get information about what each one of them means. But what you can also do is click on one of the um, items, which is diagnosis. And this is really what I wanted to focus on here. You can also get it if you have the extension. Go into SEO Quake, the extension, um, which would be up here. And uh, if you click on that, you can see one of the choices is diagnosis down here. It's grayed out because we're already on the diagnosis page. So this will actually do a quick hand SEO analysis um, of the page that you're on. Not the whole website, but the page that you're on. And that's critical, too, because you can see it's a lot like some of those things that uh, marketing.greater.com was talking about, like title and meta description Keywords, uh, there's a question about how valuable keywords are these days. Um, headings, um, all sorts of stuff. You can see the Washington Post, 18 alt attributes are empty or missing. Well, that might be coming from some of the ads that are being broadcast over uh, to the Washington Post website. But in any event, it gives you ideas, right? You can see we have one, meta description. Um, it has a red X. That means uh, SEO Quake thinks it's not so great. Show advice. And it says, it probably says, yep, your meta description is not short enough. I was talking before, right? You want like 150 characters for your meta description. That's like, if you do a search and you see the links that show up, 
usually it'll give the link and then it gives a little synopsis of what the website or what that web page is about. Well, guess what? Often that's coming from the meta description. So you want to have that meta description be short, got to be pithy, um, but you also want it to be compelling um, so that you can convince someone to click through to your website, right? Else, why bother? Um, so you can go through SEO Quake. Obviously, there's a bunch of stuff that you can look at. Uh, XML sitemaps not found. Boo hiss. You should really. That's probably again. You know, kind of like with um, marketing.grader.com. Sometimes these quick uh, machine-generated reviews don't give the the best review, and some of these things will be wrong. But a lot of times, most of the time, I find that they give really great uh, guidance. So I'm going to click off of here. And I am going to come back from the screen share, and you're going to see my face again. Sorry about that. Um, so we've talked today about additional free SEO tools that you can use to find out how well you're doing from an SEO perspective uh, with respect to your website. And actually, you know, as we looked at marketing.grader.com, that's going to check out too whether you're doing an okay job um, with your social media. So. It's all bundled together, and whether search engines are going to give you their love, and so you want them to, believe me. A um, couple of uh, services that we did not talk about, I mentioned in passing very quickly, but they're worth mentioning, although I'm not going to go through them right now. One is Google Analytics. Um, it is absolutely critical to install software. Google Analytics is a little piece of code. You install it on your website um, so that you can understand what kind of traffic and how much of it you're getting to your website. Where are people coming from? Um, how long do they stay? What pages do they hit and drop off? Um, are there pages there that are you know, not working? You can find out all sorts of information, and you need to understand what's going on on your website to better deliver or to deliver a better experience to your users and especially you know if you're in sort of a sales environment and you're looking to develop conversions leads uh, visitors to leads to conversions um, you want to help people get through that process and uh, deliver them to the, the the purchasing doorstep the way to figure out if your website is working is to examine the analytics the second one is Google Webmaster Tools um, it's also a free service Go get yourself a Google account, sign up for that, um, and it will give you all sorts of information about the health of your website. Fabulous tool. Um, maybe I'll save those for another day, for another, um, for another podcast. So, if you would, let the world know that you watched yet another version of uh, the Google, the Goat Cloud Hangout, talking about internet marketing. Hashtag SEO Goat. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. If you really liked it and you feel crazy about it, leave us a review on our Google Plus page, on our Facebook page. We'd love to have it. Um, follow us socially, please, by all means. We're on all those social networks. Um, we're sure you are too, so be sure to follow us there. And uh, by all means, sign up for our email newsletter. Sometimes the tips we do uh, don't show up on a podcast or a, a hangout, but rather they show up in the form of a blog post on our website. So th these are all sorts of ways, and you know our information is absolutely for free too. Um, until you become a client, and then you get the better information, and that we have to charge for. Hopefully, you'll end up there one day. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great rest of your Friday, and uh, if you have any questions, you can shoot me an email, cliff at gocloud.com, or you can call 518-557-7613. Thank you so much. Until next time.